0: And here we go again. Repentance number three. This is part three of this series that we started. And we're reading from Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 7 through 13. Amen. There are times when I, and it's God, the I here is God. He's speaking directly and he says, Threaten to uproot, tear down, and destroy a nation or kingdom. But if that nation I threaten stops doing wrong, I will cancel the destruction. That's what we want. (laughs) We want the destruction to be canceled. Amen. And it says, I will cancel the destruction I intended to do to it. And there are times when I promise to build and establish a nation or kingdom. But if that nation does what displeases me and does not obey me, then I will cancel the good I promised to do to it. So now the Lord says, I am preparing to bring disaster on you. I am making plans to punish you. So every one of you, now, now what's the solution here? How can you get this stopped? How can, you, how can you get it canceled? Here's the solution. So every one of you, stop the evil. That's number one. Number two, evil, well let me just read the whole sentence. Every one of you, stop the evil things that you've been doing. And then number two, correct the way. You have been living. So, stop the evil, correct the way you've been living, and now watch. And do what is right. Now, right according to God, not right according to your feelings. Not right according to what you think is right. You know, a lot of people can have a lot of different opinions about what's right, but God tells you what's right. And He tells you what's wrong. That's why you have to study the Bible. Because that's God's, guidebook if you would for life it's God's instruction manual for life you have to study the scripture and in it you're gonna find God's moral commandments God's moral guidelines God's principles and we have to live by them we don't just talk about them the Apostle Paul you know what he said he said he said what matters is that we keep or do the commandments of God 1 Corinthians 7, 19. So, and Jesus said, If you love me, you'll do what I tell you, and you will keep my commandments, and you will do my word. That's uh, John chapter 14, verses 21 through 23. Go check it out. But here, he tells you, stop the evil things you've been doing, correct the way uh, that you've been living, and do what is right. And then he said, But they just kept saying, Now, this is what God says people are saying. You figure out if you're hearing this today in our world or not. In different ways and in different ways of speaking and communicating, but this is what you're hearing today out of even our nation, over the news media and, and through atheism and through... People that are against what the Bible says and practice wickedness and want to keep practicing lesbianism and homosexuality and bestiality and transgenderism. And they want to keep practicing adultery and immorality of different kinds. And they want to continue their violence and their, their hatred and the racism and all these things. They want to continue to steal and to kill and to destroy. People that want to keep doing these things with impunity. They don't feel that that they need to repent or answer to anybody. Well, listen what it says here, and this is what they're saying. God says they just keep saying, We do not care what you say. We will do whatever we want to do. And we will continue to behave wickedly and stubbornly. And we're seeing that all over the world. We're seeing it in different ways, through different people. We're seeing it through the murder of the innocent unborn in abortion clinics. That's what they're doing. They're violating God's principles. God says, don't shed innocent blood. But they're doing it. They're doing it all the time. And in the United States, it's been legalized. Uh, lesbian, and homosexual activity has been legalized. Uh, They continue to establish laws that are contrary to God and His Word. Well, when that happens, it says the time will come where finally God threatens to uproot, tear down, and destroy a nation or a kingdom unless they repent. The destruction will not be canceled. It's canceled when people repent say, sorry, God. And I gave you the example of Sodom and Gomorrah. They didn't repent. They were destroyed. Now, God will give you time to repent. The Bible talks about that. There's a time for repentance, and then there's a time for judgment. Well, right now, the United States is in a very difficult situation, a very dangerous situation. Where not just churches need to repent, individuals need to repent, but the nation needs to come to repentance. A radical repentance revolution needs to come to this nation. For a radical revival to break out in this nation, this nation needs to come back to God. Needs to come back to the God of our founding fathers. Needs to come back to the Judeo-Christian principles of God's word and live by it. Well, the book of Jonah. And I've been trying to get into this and my time's almost running out. But you remember, God told Jonah to go to the city of Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it for their wickedness has come up before me. It was a wicked city horrible things were happening against God and his covenant and his word and his moral principle yeah you know God does see even non-christian nations God sees what's going on and destruction will come eventually to those nations for one reason or another i don't have time to get into the whole mosaic of it but there are times where God will threaten and this was one of those times God threatened to destroy Nineveh and Of course, Jonah didn't want to do it. He got swallowed up by a big fish and then he repented, got thrown out on dry land and he went to Nineveh and God said, Now go and tell the city what I tell you. And he went and started walking. Jonah, the prophet Jonah, started walking in the city. Forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people heard this and they believed God and they proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. And verse 6 says, Jonah chapter 3, verse 6, Then the word came to the king of Nineveh, and he rose from his throne, and laid aside his robe. I mean, man, he threw away his arrogance, and his wickedness, and his pride. He just threw it out the door. He covered himself with sackcloth and sat in ashes, and he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything, and do not let them eat or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil ways and from the violence that is in his hands. Who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger uh, so that we may not perish? And then God saw their works, it says. This is verse 10. And they turned from their evil way. And God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them. And he did not do it. Wow. This is exactly what Jeremiah said. God canceled the destruction against them because they repented. But I want you to see something here powerful, powerful. Not only did the people repent, but the leader of the country, the king himself, turn from his arrogance and his wickedness and his evil way, threw down his throbe, robe and fasted and prayed and asked God to forgive him. And they all turned from their wicked ways. When was the last time you saw in America a call from the President of the United States to repent, national repentance to come to this country. In Jesus' name, that's what we pray for, national repentance to come to America so there can be national revival in Jesus' name. We'll come back with some more teaching from God's Word. Amen.